Pioneers. We are in season three, Through the Eyes of Men, Upcoming Fathers. And I don't know if you guys have been blessed to hear all of these men talk about what they think fatherhood would be like, but I am starting to think about things that I didn't even think to think about. So it has been such a blessing for me, and I hope it's blessing you guys. And on here today, we have Alex. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? Thank you so much for having me. This is, like, really exciting. Me so, too, me too. About yourself. Yeah, uh, yeah, my name is Alex. I'm 24. Um, currently, I'm living in Kansas, uh, working with this uh, um, parachurch organization called Crew. Um, so, I'm technically like a missionary down here on the KU campus. Um, and then I'm from, originally from North Dakota and moving back there soon uh, and pursuing music and doing all that sort of stuff. So, it's fun. That is amazing. All righty. So, are you expecting a child or do you want one in the future? Uh, no, not currently expecting. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, I think, do I want one in the future? I think it's an interesting question. I think that it's, I, I think something that I'm learning more now is uh, like children and like just like parenthood in general is not something to be taken lightly. And so yeah. I think it's easy for me to like theoretically be like, yeah, I would, I would want a child, but like that's not something that's like, you know, I'm not married and I'm not in like a position to have a child right now. So um, I think that, yes, I would want one, but I think that there's like a lot of, I think, thought and conversation to be had with, you know, my partner in that and, and what that would look like in the future. But I think like, just like simply like, yes, I think that's something I, I'd love to have a child someday. Um, if that's like where the Lord's leading, but, yeah. um, I'm also like, I'm not, I'm not so set on it where it's like, if for some whatever reason, the answer would be no to that, where yeah. I would just go ahead with it anyways, because I want to, you know, because it's like, a, that's like yeah. a new life, you know, like that I would yeah. be responsible for. And so I think it takes like a lot of, like, at least like thought behind it, like before it's just like so. a flippant, like, I guess I'm having a child now. So um, easy answer. Yes, but complicated one. We'll see. You know what I'm saying? You want to know what's funny? That is my reasoning for not wanting children. I'm like, that is mm. a lot of responsibility that I'm not asking for, ready for, or even want. Like, yeah. there are a lot of people who want to be parents and who are capable of being parents, and I will pray and support them, but that's not something yeah. that I want for myself. Well, I think that it's it's good to think about that, and, like, that's a fine thing to think. I think a lot of people yeah. look at that in a negative light, but yeah. I, I actually would rather someone you know, think about the reality of that. And like, it is a, a lot of responsibility and it is something that's like, if you're not, if you feel like you don't want to be a parent, then, then certainly don't be a parent. You know what I'm saying? Because you're, you along with God are creating this child and uh, the child has no choice in the matter. You know, they're being born. And so like, you can choose what kind of parent you want to be, but the, the child can't choose what parents they have. And so like, if you, if this is something that you don't want to do, like, I think that's something definitely to think about and like what will it entail obviously you're never going to know all the things yeah. before it happens like yeah. I can speak all I want about children yeah. and how I would do this and that but I won't know until I get there yeah. you know and so we can never be fully ready for those things but I think thinking about what we can control and what we can look forward to in the future um and saying am I yeah am I prepared for that am I willing for that I think that's totally a fine space to live in yeah are you married or dating not married. Uh, I'm dating. Uh, my, me and my girlfriend have been dating for about six months. And so, yeah, she's wonderful. Uh, she lives in Minneapolis. And uh, yeah, she's great. Do you think you're ready to be a dad? 
that's that's a super funny uh i don't know <laughs> i think i don't know if you're gonna know the answer to that until it like gets there mm-hmm. um i mean i think that like i'm more ready to be a dad now than i was a year ago you know mm-hmm. but i think you probably could always say that hopefully like if we're growing so uh i have no idea i i, I would hope so like if all of a sudden i was a dad i would hope i would be ready in the best I can and like in where in the areas that I'm not ready like seek counsel and have people in my life to speak into it but I don't uh yeah I don't know right now I don't know if I'll know until it happens <laughs> what are you ready and prepared for as it pertains to fatherhood um I think the things that maybe have come up recently in my life is just like redefining I think what fatherhood looks like or just parenthood in general of that I am responsible for my child and I love them not because they have done anything to earn my love, but because they are my child. And I Mm -hmm. think that like, that's been a big thing of just like, as a parent, um, not like you are unaffected by your children, but Mm -hmm. this fact of like, I don't need my kids, but my kids need me. Mm -hmm. And so that sort of like, they are not responsible for me. They're responsible to me. You know, like if I say, can you do this? They're responsible to me to do that, but they're not responsible for me, but I am responsible for them. And I think like I've learned a lot of that kind of through therapy. And I think that that distinction has been big for me. And I feel like, you know, if, if fatherhood does come in the future, like, I think that'll be big. And he's honestly, like, even my view of God has like, has been, I think, a lot more healthy because of that. And like, God doesn't need me, but he wants me, you know, and and he has things for me to do. And like, that I think has placed my faith in in such a more solid place. And so, yeah, I think that's kind of something that's been big, kind of a distinction that I hadn't thought of before. So good. What are you unprepared for? Oh, man, I think, I mean, so much, right? (laughs) Um, I think a big, really simple thing is just like, financially, um, I'm not really in a place where, like that I would, I would want to, I wouldn't want to say no if I had a child, like, you know, and, and, and so I would want to make sure just like, I'm not like in a career right now. I'm not in a spot where, you know, I have benefits, you know? And so I wouldn't want to, and not that like, that's always a really, really good reason to say no. But I think for me right now, that's like things would have to change in my life. And I wouldn't, you know, I I would want to be at least have some sort of a plan before I bring another human in this world and how I'm going to, you know, support them. Uh, And then uh, just, I mean, so much more am I unprepared for. I think there's a lot of just like, certainly I'm not married right now. Like my girlfriend Mm -hmm. and I are married. So there's so much between like our relationship. Like if, you know, if a a child would be introduced, like that'd be completely unprepared for. Uh, And I think, I think, like I said earlier, like you're just not going to know until Mm -hmm. you get there. I don't, I don't think. Um, And so there's probably a lot that I don't even know that I'm unprepared for that. Mm -hmm. I look back Mm -hmm. after my kids a few years old and be like, man, I didn't, yeah, I wasn't ready for that. So I don't know. Uh, all those things, I think, <laughs> probably a lot. Good. I'm so good. Is your dad in your life, and how do you think that will affect your fatherhood? Yeah, so I actually grew up in a split home. Um, so my mom and my dad never got married, and they actually mm-hmm. both got married to my step uh, parents very early on in my life, like when I was like one and a half and two. Yeah. And so um, my my dad and my stepfather are both in my life. They always have been. Um, and I think it's been big for me. I also have had other father figures, like just my grandparents and different people who have mentored me, which has been big. But I think just even coming from that split family, like I, I definitely find in myself that I, I think I'm very excited if it happens in the future yeah. to have like a child that's all mine, you know, and have a mm-hmm. sort of a nuclear family 
to bring them up in. I think like, not that, I mean, I had a great childhood and, and I, a family that loves me dearly. And so I'm not complaining, but yeah. I think that I, I'm very excited to give a child, if I have one, like a home and it's like a stable place. That's like one thing I think because of like the way I grew up and just like, and even that for me of like, what would that look like to have some of that and some redemption in that? So I think that could be really cool. Um, but yeah, I think there's definitely things just like in parenting styles and different things that when I was raised that will affect me for sure. Yeah. And trying to like be aware of those things, you know, yeah. so that yeah. I can see what has been beneficial and maybe what hasn't been beneficial yeah. and how can I not pass that down like ignorantly good. to my kids if I have them. So good. Could you be a father to someone else's child? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think, I think for sure. I think partly, um, you know, I don't know if I'll maybe ever want a biological child like I think that's still in the air like I, I, I okay I do but I just think there's a lot in that so I think that I do really want kids always so I think like adoption um could mm -hmm. be a really or just like fostering mm -hmm. to adopt or something could be really cool yeah. maybe someday I think I've had a heart for that for for a little bit and I think that could be really neat um uh like certainly my mom had me and my stepdad still married her and so I think that's yeah. like really honorable and so I, you know, my girlfriend doesn't have a child. And so, yeah. you know, that's not the situation I'm in, but um, uh, yeah, no, for sure. I think that, and I think that in a lot of ways, like, you know, father to the fatherless, like all of that, like, I think that we, mm -hmm. you know, when we're mentoring people in general, like that's, yeah. you know, you're a father figure in those people's lives, whether yeah. you're their literal father or not. So for sure, I think that's really important. How many kids do you want? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the same question as before, like, I think I could answer, like, I think I'd like quite a few kids. Like, if I had them, like, three to five maybe. But um, I really don't have, like, a I, – I think those are those things, like, when we're younger. It's like, yeah, I want to be married. I want to live this place. I want to live this type of life. I want these kids. And it's like, you just – there's so much I don't know, you know. And and so I, I just – I can't. I can't know that. And yeah. I think I'm I'm growing more and more, like, okay with that. And mm -hmm. so – yeah, I don't know. I have I have no idea. It could be none. It could be many. I'm I'm I think if I'm going to have a child like adopted or not, like I think it'd be cool to have at least a few that are in close range mm -hmm. of age so that they have siblings that like, you know, I think those relationships are really important. So, I mean, ideally, maybe, but who knows? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. How would you handle the death, miscarriage, stillbirth, SIDS, et cetera, of your child? Yeah, I think that's a great question to come after question you know how many kids do you want because that's the thing right like I can say mm -hmm. I want five but like what if I'm sterile you know what I'm saying like mm -hmm. or what if or what if we can't have kids yeah. or you know like all those things and so yeah. um I think there's I had a good um me and my boss were talking uh and, and my good friend Braden on a car ride uh, back in October yeah. and there's just a lot of there's a lot of hurt in this life you know what I'm saying like there's just so mm -hmm. much in this life that we can't just silver line that like that it's appropriate to grieve. Right. And that's some of those things. And I think that one of the things that he gave me that one of his mentors gave him was just like a good comfort. Um, I think in those moments and just like a good outlook is just, it's not supposed to be this way. You know, like this world wasn't made to be that way where there is death in it and suffering, um, but there is now. And so and I think that's a good sort of comfort where it's like, cause it allows you to grieve. Um, it allows us to recognize the reality, but also can recognize the hope that's to come. And so, um, I think that yeah. like in general, how would I handle it? Like, I hope to handle it where I'm 
you know, it'd be so tragic. Like it'd be so, so yeah. awful. And I've, you know, my, there's been a history of that in my, you know, family on different, mm-hmm. like in my, in not like maybe in my biological family, but just like I have history around that. And like, yeah. you know, people that I know and love have, have, have miscarried and it's, you know, it's a really hard thing. And so um, I think that in general, I hope to when bad things and hard things happen in my life, I hope to be able to work through them and grieve through them and actually sit in that while it's appropriate and not cover it up so that I can move forward um, and still find hope um, and trust God through that. Um, That's how I hope I would handle it. But, you know, you never know until those things arise. Yeah, very true. Waiting on a tax return. Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. What traditions do you want to break with your kids? That's great. Um, I don't really know. I don't really have, I think since I came from a home that was split, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I was always spending my time back and forth. Yeah. I don't have like a ton of, I guess, traditions that, that were like always steady in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so I don't know if I have a whole lot of things. I, I think just in general, I, I like, I think having a, a stable environment, like yeah. that's a, uh, maybe, maybe, I mean, that's, I had a stable environment. I shouldn't say that, but like having a, a home that's fully together. Uh, and that's not like a tradition in my family. Yeah. You know, it's not like that's a common theme, like generations back, but just like how I grew up, maybe that's like one of the things. Yeah. Um, I don't really know if I have a really good, um, like other examples of different things that I would do. But I think, I think that for sure, obviously, like I would hope that I would, um, it can, can, if I'm bringing a child in this world, whether through adoption or biological or whatever, that it would be into like a stable environment that they know that they're loved. Yeah. Oh yeah. What traditions do you want to start? That's great. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, uh, what <laughs> so many answers. These just, I have no idea. Um, but I think the reason why, like specifically for traditions is like, there are things that I want to teach them if I have kids and things I think are important. But I think there's so many different ways to go about that. And mm-hmm. I think that's what traditions are for, right? They're for to like pass on memories, to pass on uh, right. learning moments, you know, and, and there's different things. I guess there are quite a few traditions that I'm thinking about it through my stepdad's family that I really enjoy. Like every Easter we read the same story and every Thanksgiving mm-hmm. we have little things that we say we're grateful for. And I think that's really cool. So I think I'd maybe continue those things. Um, but I think that in general, like, I think traditions are really special because of the context in which they're formed. So Mm -hmm. like if the context is my relationship with my children and we do something that we think is special and that's like, you know, this is awesome. Let's do this every year or every, you know, like every time I do this, I want to do this. You know, like every, every time I, I am with my girlfriend, I open the car door for like every time, you know? And so it's like, but that wasn't something that I like necessarily knew I was going to do ahead of time. It just was like, I want Mm -hmm. to prove to her somehow tangibly, like, I care about you. You're important. And that's a small way for me to do that. And so I think like, I definitely think traditions are cool and I want to do them, but I think I more so want to be centered on like, what do I want to like prove to my kids? Like, how do I want to teach them? Mm -hmm. And then 
what can we do that's just naturally arising throughout our life to maybe create those traditions like as they come so I, that's a cop out of an answer, I think, but that's what I have. <laughs> so good, so good. What is one thing you want your child to know you for? This, I think, a lot of things, but I think this is one of them. Is just I'm bigger and stronger than them, and I can handle what they throw at me. Um, like I, I want, I want, I don't want my children thinking that they have to care for me. Um, I would want them to want to care for me. Um, but I want them to know that like, they can't hurt my feelings. Um, they can't, you know, they can't harm me. Um, and I don't need them. Like, you know, this whole thing that we think about with God, like you can't let God down cause you were never holding him up. Mm. You know, like, and we think of God as a good father. And I think that that's like a good thing of just like, my kids can't let me down. You know, they weren't holding me up. I didn't have them or adopt them or whatever because I needed them. I did it because I want them and it's my responsibility to care for them. And so like they know, hopefully that they know that my love is unconditional because of those things. You know, it's like, I don't love you because you did X, Y, or Z, or I don't love you because, you know, you look like your mother or whatever. I love you because you're my child and it's my responsibility mm-hmm. to do so. And like, so nothing you can do can take that away or change that. And I, I hope that they find stability like in their relationship with me. And obviously I'm going to make mistakes about that. And yeah. I think just like they want them to also know me that I own up to my mistakes and I, and I, you know, say sorry to them and I apologize and kind of model that for them. So that would, that's the ideal, right? So we'll see how it goes if it happens. But I think those are some things that like I'm learning that um, like kids need uh, and that I would, I would like to them to know me for, yeah. for those things. So good. What do you want to impart in your kids the most? Man, I think just like this is sounds really Sunday school answer, but just their relationship with Jesus. <laughs> um, there's a lot of things as as you know. There's so many things I would I would want to teach yeah. my kids. It's funny I, with my job right now. Like I'm uh, I'm a missionary, so I'm coaching a lot of different students, and there's so much to learn, so much to that I'm like, oh man, I remember when I learned this. Like I want you to know, and, and you're never going to get to all of it. And I think I would assume it'd only be like that, but tenfold to your children. And um, so there's probably a lot of things, but I think just in general, just like the things that we talk about, the way that we live, that they would know that Jesus loves them. And so do I, and um, that they would, they would have a good uh, a vision of who Jesus is and who, who God, who God yeah. is through, through, through my love for them. Um, and yeah, I would, I would hope that that is, is something. There's a good chance the rapper line uh, uh, in a song he put out a few years ago, but he's like, Make sure you teach your kids about uh, don't teach your kids about Santa before you teach them about Jesus. You know, like I just like that. It's like, ah, yeah, like there's so many things that we could do. Like, it's like, you know, how do we I just want I want them to know that. So I don't know how to do that. You know, like a, a child who's like two years old. How do you do that? I don't know. Maybe you start with just praying for them every night. So they know that you do that. And then they get curious. Like, I don't know. So I think I'm going to ask, like, I'm, I think my mom did a great job. So I'll probably ask her about, hey, how did you do that with me? You know, um, but yeah, probably that. What do you have to say to other upcoming fathers? Oh, man. Um, I don't know if I have anything. Like, I don't know <laughs> if I would say you should listen to me is what I mean. Like, because yeah. uh, I don't have any expertise, right? Like, I'm not coming from this, like, well, I, my kids are in college and here's what I've learned. Like, this is all, everything I've said is, like, what I would hope to be without ever, you know, ever experiencing it. But I think that, like, in general, like, it's okay to be imperfect. Mm-hmm. Um I think that like owning up to where you're at and, and wanting to grow and wanting to realize where we're at is so important. And like, I think just like time is really, really important. Like just time spent and 
And, um, you know, God's given us a pretty cool gift in the design of all this is like your kid is going to be partly like you and partly if they're your biological children, they're going to be partly like you and partly like, hopefully like a person that you're really fond of. (laughs) And so I think it's like, you can take cues from yourself um, and your spouse. um, If that's a situation of just like, our kids are probably going to be like this. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and so what, what did you need? You know, how do you experience love? Mm -hmm. And, and, and not that like, that's exactly how your children is going to be, but it's like, I think that we can learn a lot from our own experience. Um, so yeah, I don't know, maybe, maybe something like that. But like I said, I have never experienced fatherhood. So <laughs> um, all I could say is good luck. My buddy actually just had his, his first son uh, this last week. And so I'm so excited for him and he's going to, I mean, I'm, they're going to be great parents. And so I'm excited to like learn from them and just like get their perspective on it. Um, he's in seminary right now, going to be a pastor and his wife uh, uh, works with um uh uh, just a, a, a disabled home and she she works just yeah. wonderfully with them and does like event planning and stuff so they're just they're great people so I'm excited to learn from them and watch as, as they do it so I'm, I'm a, I got a lot to learn so alrighty bonus questions just to- oh man <laughs> here we go <laughs> what do you have to say to this generation of men and fathers yeah um if anyone was listening to me, you know, like if people, if I had a platform um, mm-hmm. and people were listening, um, I think it's like, there's so much, uh, you know, uh, in this, I'm, I'm glad it's so cool say that you're um, emphasizing fatherhood. Cause I just think that there's so, so much lacking, especially in so many different communities. Yeah. Um, and I think that like, it's okay to like explore what, healthy manhood looks like you know Ooh, and, pause. And, Wait. And, oh jesus that, <laughs> that was good right there i can't even I, 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 hallelujah <laughs> yeah. no it's good it's good it's hard because like there's so much i think in the culture right now so much confusion and um when we think about like toxic masculinity and mm-hmm. you know there's reality in that right and yeah. and then we look at like but then we also look at like well what does it look like and and i think that like even like schooling like you know, it's not really, men aren't really designed to like sit and listen to lectures for, you know, eight hours a day. And so it's like, you know, we have these boys who are, you know, maybe being like misdiagnosed with ADD and maybe they're just like anxious, you know, maybe they're just like antsy and they're boys, you know? And, and so I think that like, um, there's just a lot of things that I think Satan's using to like harm that institution of kind of fatherhood and, and what it means to be a man. And, and I think that, like there's so much that I think we can regain. Um, and I think that everyone needs those things, right? Like we all need fathers in our lives. Like we need them to be present. And I think that like we need men who celebrate women and, uh, and know how to empower them and, um, and, and are confident in themselves. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I think that it's so hard to do um, in just like in a way that we feel like appeases everyone, you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, I think that it's like, what does it look like to be truly be gentle, truly mm. be like kind? Um, and that doesn't mean weak and it doesn't mean um, like you're a pushover. Like it means it, there's courage and there's strength in being kind and gentle. Um, uh, there's a really old quote, but it's something like it's better to be a, a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. 
Mm. And I think that like this sort of like, what does that mean to like be capable and, um, and be confident and, and really have security so that you can lift others up and so that you can truly love people um, and serve them well, like Jesus did, you know, that takes a lot of self-confidence to like serve and do it out of a loving place. And so, yeah, I just think that like, if I had anything to say is like, I would look for mentorship, look for connection with people that you see and you respect as men um, and like, and, and dig into those things. Uh, and yeah, cause I just think that we have so much, uh, you know, everyone has so much to give different roles in, in life and where we're at in different seasons of it. But, uh, you know, seeing yourself as valuable and seeing yourself as something that you can give, I think is really cool. Um, and you know, people need you. And so, yeah. uh, and, and we, as we need everyone, you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. uh, yeah. So may, maybe some of that, I don't know. That's a good, that's a great question. And then last question, what do you have to say to this generation of women and mothers? Yeah, uh, I'd say um, uh, be, man, I don't know if I have words. <laughs> um, so many of the women in my life, like, I like to think about my mom, like, she's like definitely the biggest spiritual role model in my life. Um, and just like, you know, you see, you see like colleges or different leadership things and they're being filled yeah. with women. And that's amazing. Like keep doing that. Like, uh, you know, and my sister's like, I want them to be capable and strong. And so I think that something maybe I'd say is just know that you're loved. Um, yeah. know that, uh, like we, like everyone needs you too. Like we, like yeah. we need fathers, we need mothers. Like we need, we need those things. We need people in our life to lift us up and, and know that like, I think from both sides, like it's okay to need each other. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it, we, we do, we absolutely do. Like we're, we're, you know, God said the very first thing is like, it's not good for man to be alone. Yeah. So he made another yeah. person, you know what I'm saying? Like he made, yeah. he made us for one another is the very first thing that he said wasn't good was that man was, was lonely. And, and, and so I think that like, um, yeah, I think that like, and not, I'm not even talking in the context of like marriage. I'm saying like yeah. friendship, you know, like, or just, yeah. just community, like humans being yeah. together is so, so important. And so um, I don't think I can speak specifically to like mothers or women in general, because I'm not one of, yeah. I'm not a woman. I'm not a mother. Right. I don't have like advice coming from like my own experience, but just like, yeah. um, I think that, and, and I wouldn't want to come into a space that I'm not like privy to and say, here's how you should do things, you know what I'm saying? Cause mm -hmm. I have, you know, I, I can't, I can't do that. But just, I think that know that like this, cause this, man, there's so many, I, even in my life, man, there's so many women who are picking up the slack and doing things alone that they're never meant to do alone. And I think that, yeah. you know, um, you know, keep going. Uh, and, and there's so many people who love you and are, are, are so proud of, of what you're doing and, and know that like, man, it's okay to like, feel like it's, you know, that you're lacking sometimes because you're finite as a person um, and know that the people that you're sacrificing for are, you know, that everyone's so grateful for you. Um, and so, yeah, I just, uh, I think that like, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of that in, in our, I think culture right now. So um, know that you're seen and like celebrated for sure. Cause um, I know my life wouldn't be the same if, if it weren't for the the decisions and the um and the, the 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 guidance and leadership I've experienced from the from the yes. women in my life, and so um yeah you're needed and and thank you for for the sacrifice and, and everything you do it's it's incredible. 
That is so good. Well, pioneers and beautiful people, with that, that concludes the end of this episode. Go to the Patreon, go like, follow, share, go to the website. And if this has blessed you, please share it with someone. Let someone know that, like, hey, this made me think of you, or I feel like you could benefit from this. Just do not be afraid to get the word out. And with that, you guys have a wonderful, amazing week. And I pray you take this and go change your life, the world, and the community. And we say bye. Bye.